Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast is now ranked in the top 10% globally of all podcasts by listeners. The Nielsen of podcasts. And you know what? That is all because of God and you. Yes, you listening right now. You have been rocking out with me, subscribing, telling friends, streaming each episode, and restreaming your favorite episodes. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. And if it were not for you, this ranking would not be possible. And my goals and dreams would not be coming true as they are right now. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I love you, and I promise to continue to deliver great content worthy of your time and attention. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Listen, every time I get the chance to sit behind this microphone and every single time you invite me into your home, into your car, into your earbuds, into your uh, your workspace, wherever it is you listen to this podcast or you stream this podcast from, I'm grateful. I do not take it for granted. As you just heard in the previous announcement, Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast is ranked in the top 10% of podcasts globally. And when I saw that, I was just in awe. I I, I, I knew I had a, a goal and a vision when I first started this podcast, um, however, if I told you that I, I knew I would be in the top 10% globally, I wouldn't be being honest. So I'm not even going to tell you that because I didn't, I didn't even know. Um, I, did, I didn't know there was such a ranking. I didn't know that there was a, a platform that actually kept track of your global listenership. Um, but I'm truly am grateful and I'm truly thankful for each and every one of you. And I just pray that you're doing incredible. I pray you're having an incredible year so far. It is March. Spring is here. And it's like, I hope the weather wherever you are isn't um, cold anymore. I hope you're starting to get that, you know, spring in the air and that everything is just looking great for you. Um, I pray that. And if it's not looking so great for you, I just pray that it quickly gets better for you. So, um, as you see from the title of the episode, this episode is about depression. Uh, a very real issue for many, especially in the wake of the global pandemic that it appears we are on the end of 
but no one's really sure. However, uh, before we even knew what the word pandemic was, depression was an ugly beast roaming the earth amongst us. As many of you know who have been listening, I am in the midst of a series called I've Got a Story to Tell. And in this episode, I continue that series, except this time I don't have a guest. This time, I'm continuing the series with my own story about suffering from depression. And... It was it was hard to um, map out this episode and what I would say and what I would share, but I decided that I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to tell you my story about how I actually found out that I was depressed. So I woke up one morning and it felt as though I were paralyzed. I literally could barely move. My arms and hands felt completely numb and my head felt like it weighed over a ton. And listen, I already have a big head, all right? So ain't nobody got time for extra weight. (laughs) Like my head is already big. Literally as a child, I had to grow into my head and my ears, but that's another episode for another day. Um, But no, so I, I laid there in bed and I was rather concerned. Um, and eventually I was able to move my limbs and I felt a little better, but I knew I wasn't all there. And that wasn't the end of it though. I had gotten up like I would on any other normal day. I made my wife her cup of tea. I got my children's breakfast prepared and In the new day we live in, I set up my daughter's computer to prepare her for a day of remote learning. Never, ever, ever, ever did I think my toddler would be participating in remote learning for preschool. But hey, uh, education starts at home anyway, right? So my amazing wife and I are doing everything in our power to ensure she is and remains up to date, up to speed with her benchmarks and everything like that for learning. But back to the subject at hand. As I began to go about my day, like I would any other day, it felt as though I was carrying someone on my back. And this was not a light person. In fact, it felt like two of me. And I weigh about 158 pounds. So just imagine carrying a 300 plus person around on your back while you're trying to navigate and lead your household while you're holding down a full-time gig while you're trying to be and stay positive while you're trying to exercise while you're trying to ensure everybody has everything they need um and now imagine that person on your back holding up a foggy piece of paper in front of you. And no matter where you look, the fog follows. It doesn't go away. It just, you look left, there's the fog. You look right, there's the fog. And then imagine them whispering everything that's wrong about you in your ears. Yes, ears, both of them. So 
and so low that no one else can hear it but you. Sounds like I'm going insane, right? Like, you, you know how everybody knows that person who can whisper really good? Now, imagine two of them whispering on both sides of your ear. And then imagine them being invisible. And they're just telling you about every insecurity that you have about yourself. And you have to walk around and you have to listen to that all day long. So, I, you know, did a little shake off and I went down to my home office. And when I was all alone, no one but me, my thoughts and those two people who jumped on my shoulders earlier in the day, I began to feel sad. And on top of feeling sad, tears begin to feel my eyes. And I had no clue as to why this was happening. I was completely confused, especially since I thought I was in a happy place. I started working out. My finances were hitting a place where I was comfortable with. My children were well taken care of. My wife was flourishing and all she's been wanting to do with her business. My podcast was ranked in the top 10th percentile globally. I should be jumping for joy, right? But in my case, wrong. Even if I tried to jump for joy, those two people on my back, they wouldn't let me. And it came to a point where my wife began to ask me if I was okay. She looked at me right in the eyes and said, baby, are you okay? Looking back at her, I replied, yeah, baby, I'm fine. Are you okay? Like like anyone would do um, when they're playing defense. A position I've never had to play when it came to her. So it's safe to say my emotions and my behavior were all over the place. But I honestly believed I was okay. Even with everything I just told you about being heavy, about feeling sad, about tears filling my eyes. I believed I was okay. In my mind. I was perfectly fine. My mind was lying though. And once I told my best friend, aka my wife, that I was fine, she left it alone. She certainly did not let it go. <laughs> but she let it be in that moment. Now... I am an attention to detail kind of guy, okay? I am prior active duty Air Force and attention to detail is key. Um, I pay attention to the way my car is washed, the way my children express themselves, the way my daughter acts after being in the company of others, the way my wife responds to certain situations, and especially to her change up. Now... When I say change up, I'm not talking about, you know, she changes up on me. I'm talking about, you know, she changes things up like her hair. I, I love different styles of hair and she changes the hair up for me. So two days after she'd asked me the question around being okay, she did a change up. She changed up her hairstyle. And as I just said, I pay attention to the details.
I know when my wife changes her hair. I find it important to pay attention to all aspects. However, this time around, I did not notice the change-up. And it was a rather drastic one. So she asked me the same question, but in a normal wifely fashion. She changed up the wording. So instead of, are you okay? She said to me, baby, can I talk to you over here? And then she said, are we okay? And then she pointed out the hair that I blatantly missed. After being alone again, I realized something was indeed wrong. I and, and you know what? I can't even say I realized it because I realized it the first time when I was alone. But I think I acknowledged that something was indeed wrong. And I made that known to my wife almost immediately. I am not a fan of feeling uncomfortable. And this certainly made me uncomfortable. And I've met enough people who suffered from depression that I could recognize the signs. Although I did not recognize them right away, or if I did recognize them right away, I ignored them right away. <laughs> I did recognize and acknowledge them eventually. And just because we don't acknowledge a problem, that does not make it go away. Okay, not acknowledging it doesn't make it go away. Now, imagine you have a military background. So you're you got this tough exterior, this tough mental state. Um, so you're conditioned to think that none of this should bother you, especially when you've seen combat. Let me tell you this. Depression does not discriminate. It does not care if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad, if you work full-time for a sports arena, if you're an entertainer, a podcaster, a teacher, a lawyer, if you are a military member who has been trained and conditioned to not feel, if you have all the money the mint can print, if it wants you, it will get you. And you and me have to make sure we are paying attention to the signs so we will be capable of self-identifying. And hopefully you have someone around you who would also be able to identify from an external um, point of view. So now you may be thinking, I've felt possibly depressed. However, those symptoms, Terry, that you mentioned um, are not the symptoms I've had. That is completely fine. We don't have to have the same symptoms and not everyone has the same symptoms. So let me break down for you some other symptoms of depression. And I'm not a practicing physician. I am not trying to diagnose you, especially not over a podcast episode. I am simply trying to bring awareness to a very real problem, especially during, I'm not going to say after, especially during a global pandemic, a recession, and continued social and civil unrest. Okay. Um, some of the signs of depression, sadness, you're angry, 
just out of nowhere and you you can't figure out why you start crying for what seemed like no apparent reason you feel heavy you don't want to get out of bed you just want to sleep you don't enjoy the things you used to enjoy like going out and maybe running or going to the park or exercising or playing with your children um, you, you don't enjoy those things anymore. They're, they seem like a burden instead of the good time that you know. Those are just some additional um, symptoms or additional, uh, some, some, just some additional flags for depression. And I also want to let you know that when it comes to age, there is no age limit. You can be one, you can be a thousand and one. Depression is not set off um, by age. It could care less. And it's also not set off by one thing in particular. It is typically a combination of things. And these things are usually so jumbled up that it's nearly impossible to pinpoint a specific event that may have triggered it. I remember speaking with my therapist about it and she's like, stop, stop trying to pinpoint one event and let's just go over what you were doing when it happened. Um, because it's not just triggered by one specific event or one specific thing that happened. It is typically, again, a combination. And these things are usually so jumbled up again that it's nearly impossible to pinpoint a specific situation for if you are someone who's been dealing with depression and you're trying to figure out, well, where did it come from? What what was happening? Um, you know, what happened? Stop doing that to yourself because that's just going to drive you, you know, further into it. All right. Um, but definitely, if you don't have one, hire a therapist and. With my most recent occurrence with um, my wife, when she asked me what I thought triggered it, I, I had no clue because you, you can look for triggers, um, but it's not one thing that causes depression. Um, and, you know, I, ha I had no clue. Now, there are multiple kinds of depression. I have not you know, looked into or asked which type of depression I am dealing with. I Since I just got into it, it has not been quote-unquote diagnosed. Um, but there's persistent depressive disorder, which is depression which lasts two or more years. I don't know if I've been depressed that long, but, I, you know, who knows? I guess when I crack it with my therapist, we'll be able to figure it out. There's bipolar depression, which is also referred to as manic depression, which moods range from extremes of high energy with an up to low mood depression periods. Medications are typically prescribed for bipolar depression. Um, and that's another thing to point out. All levels of depression aren't levels where medication may be prescribed. But all those of depression should be taken seriously. There's also postpartum depression, which is typically shown or studied in women after giving birth. However, gentlemen, 
we can also experience postpartum depression. If your wife or your girlfriend or whomever um, just had your kid and you're feeling sad and you're trying to figure out why and you're like, what's going on? I just had a baby or my wife or my girl just had a baby. I should be happy. Why aren't I? You could be suffering from postpartum depression and don't be ashamed of that. Okay. Depression, regardless of the type, again, has no lines of discrimination. Depression is not something you should be afraid of or ashamed of. However, depression is something you should seek treatment for and I encourage you to seek treatment for it right away. Whether it be talking to a life coach like myself, a therapist, a pastor, a friend, talk to someone. If you want to talk, you can email me and we can talk. All you got to do is email info at beyondthecoffeetable.com. Info at beyondthecoffeetable.com and we can talk. Um, and there is nothing that you did to become depressed and there was no way for you to prevent being depressed. As a sufferer myself, I know these are things others who suffer from depression ask themselves. And no, you are not to blame for your struggle. And getting help will certainly make things much better. I promise you that. Since I've started opening up about it, since I talked to my therapist about it, I literally text her like, hey, doc. I need to talk to you ASAP. And she's a great therapist. So she's like, okay, well, look, let's set some time on the books today. And of course, with us being in a pandemic, it was virtual, but you'd be surprised. Don't say I'm not going to seek therapy because it's virtual anyway, and it will get nowhere. No, virtual therapy helps just as good as going into someone's office and laying on the couch. And the great thing about virtual therapy is after you're done, you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to get on a bus or a train. You don't have to walk anywhere because guess what? You are already in your comfort zone. I do all my therapy from my home office. And then I get up and I go upstairs and I enjoy my family. It is, it is awesome. But, um... My name is Terry Glenn Harris, and I suffer from depression. I am not ashamed of it. I am not afraid of it. And I know that I can overcome it. Just like you can overcome it. Just like you can overcome anything that you're going through, that, you're going, that you have gone through or that you're going through. Just like you heard on the other two stories from my other guests. You heard from Scooney, and she talked about how she overcame stomach cancer, how she conquered that thing. You heard from T, and she talked about being sexually violated multiple times and how she's turned that into an entire ministry that helps other people. And now you heard about being depressed. You heard about someone suffering from depression. But guess what? I'm not going to let this thing conquer me. I'm going to conquer it. I'm going to use it. I'm going to tell people about it, just like I'm telling you about it right now. So whatever you're going through, you can make it out of. 
Whatever you think has you, you can shake it. But the first thing you have to do is acknowledge that it actually exists and share it with someone you trust. Don't share it with the wrong person because that can make it worse. But you want to find someone you could fight in and share it with them. And I promise you, it'll start getting better almost right away. Um, But what I'm going to do is I am going to put some resources in the description of this episode so that you can go and you can click on the link and you can talk to somebody. Again, if you want to talk to me, we can absolutely do that. I'll put the email in the description of the podcast, but it is also info at beyondthecoffeetable.com. And again, I thank you for taking a moment to just sit and chill with me here on Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I pray that you are having a great day. And if your day is not great, I pray it gets better from here. If your day is great, I pray it gets even greater. But like I've been doing since the start of this journey with you, right now, I want you to take this second. I want you to take this minute. I want you to take this hour. I want you to take this day. I want you to take this week. I want you to take this month. I want you to take this year. And be great, y'all. Because you, you deserve greatness. Listen, I'll see y'all on the next one. I love y'all in real life.